Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our SEC Insider hit this morning is brought to you by the amazing selection of Boar's Head Premium Meats. Boar's Head Premium Cheese and Hummus. By the way, it's the number one sold hummus in America. I did not know that until we partnered with them. Boar's Head Premium Meats, Cheeses, and Hummus at any corner market grocery store in the state of Mississippi. That's the official grocery store of the Out of Bounds Show with over 20 locations. Make you a Boar's Head Pizza tonight with their Premium Meats and Cheeses. That's right. Boar's Head Pizza, Premium Meats and Cheeses, or put together some game day sliders for the weekend. Day Bar 2, kind enough to get up really, really early out on the West Coast, outside of Portland, Oregon, and talk uh, college football with us and nerd out, which is a lot of fun. We're rolling through the offensive coordinators. This is our 24-minute segment. We do that at 7.30, 8.30, and 9.30. So, no more commercial distractions as we as Bartu walks us through the offensive coordinators. He has yet to mention the Alabama or Georgia OC. And we're through tier one and tier two as far as grading offensive play callers in the SEC. All right, Bartu, here we go. Let's uh let's finish it out in the in the SEC. What do you got? We're 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 back into it. So we we got our first two tiers and now you have your you're tier three. Um, and this is, I think there's just two guys there because everybody else, the bottom tier, the bottom four guys are all sub 50 on our scale. These guys are actually worse than just hiring somebody with no experience at the position. Okay. For, for their careers. That's the other thing I want to throw in there is we're not looking at last year or the last two years. We are looking at a composite of their entire careers. You know, so if they were an offensive coordinator at FCS, I got that in here. Okay. Um, so a lot of it's a much bigger picture. And guys with less than three years of experience, 
we knock them down some grades. Um, but these next two guys, uh, this, this tier three, I think this just shows you how much talent can wipe out um, play calling ability. Uh, so number, what would this be, number seven or eight in SEC? So we got Monken and O'Brien here. And they're, okay. they're almost kind of all by themselves. Um, Todd Monken is much better on his career as a play caller in terms of scoring efficiency success than Bill O'Brien, but significantly below Jimbo Fisher. So he's just kind of right in the middle of those guys. He's almost like a group by himself. I would put, the more we talk about this, I'd put O'Brien closer to the bottom tier than the next tier up. So Todd's been solid. Where Todd's pretty good at, um, pretty good quarterback coach as well. Uh, now, I know a lot of people say, well, look, at Georgia, you you know, you get a lot of talent there. Eventually, you're going to find a guy that just develops well. Okay, that's a, that's a decent argument. Um, but it, but as, a, as an offensive coordinator, uh, he is a – he's what we would call a three-star offensive coordinator. Solid, right, you know, good, but not anywhere near elite. Uh, and then you got Bill O'Brien, which is just slightly above 50. Like I said, Bill is closer to – uh, Satterfield, Lynch, Auburn offensive coordinator Eric, uh, Rich at Kentucky. Uh, that's really your bottom five group. Is is you know O'Brien at Bama, Kentucky because they got a new offensive coordinator because they lost Cohen to the NFL and he tried to catch lightning in a bottle and go right back to the NFL. Uh, and, and hired Rich as his offensive coordinator, and he has not had a good run of it. This is, this is a sub sub average. This is a two star offensive coordinator group down here at the bottom. Uh, so Kentucky, if Kentucky is going to keep that offensive uh, offensive you know onslaught up, it's going to be because of the quarterback. I don't think Cohen was that good. Because what he inherited at Kentucky was really, really good numbers. Where they lacked is a punch in the red zone. Now, mm. Cohen pushed him over, but it wasn't fantastic. So Kentucky is kind of – if Kentucky is going to win this year, it's not going to be because of the new offensive coordinator. It's going to be because that quarterback's really good. And I've been hearing rumblings that that guy is a first-round NFL quarterback prospect. So if you're listening and you're a Kentucky fan – I'm looking for big quarterback effect. This is actually a really good scenario because if Kentucky is eight and four, nine and three, ten and two, I'm putting that on the shoulders of that quarterback. Yeah. I, I don't believe that's the offensive coordinator. I believe that's a quarterback gotcha. overcoming a bad OC. This is the Herbert syndrome in Oregon. Oregon is really good with Herbert, even though Arroyo is terrible. And it was the quarterback that pushed him over. So if you're a Kentucky fan and and the record is really good that I'm betting on that quarterback to have a good shot in the NFL. Because you know me, I love the uh, the NFL quarterback prospect that's not from the elite program. Right, right. Right? I mean, you were talking about the Mannings, and you can talk about anybody. You can talk about the Bounds, the Bartus, the Smiths, the, the Blake Scotts. It doesn't matter. My hypothesis is simply that if you go to an elite school as a quarterback, you are surrounded by so much talent, you can't learn how to be a quarterback good enough under the pressure of, of NFL talent because at Georgia at Alabama, you know, Ohio state, these guys are surrounded by so much talent. They, they simply don't develop as well as a mid-level guy, right? We talked about Matt Corral, how I like Matt Corral better, you know, and, and you mentioned the Mannings. Look at, look at his uncles. 
Okay, mid-level recruiter. Ole Miss elevated it. Learned how to play quarterback. Sure. Tennessee elevated. Learned how to play quarterback. Brady, Michigan, mid-level recruiter. Learned how to play quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, Cal, mid-level. You know, NC State, Russell Wilson. You go down the list, and almost every Super Bowl except last year, Matt Stafford somehow they caught lightning in a bottle. But every big time NFL quarterback, almost all of them learn at a non-elite level. Okay, so, you know, when you're talking about, you know, where do you go with stuff like that, you know, find find the place where you can develop. And I just don't believe that the elite locations like Alabama and Georgia, you'll develop elite stats. Right. Right. And and, and you develop an elite guaranteed bonus in the draft. But if your goal long term is going to be an NFL long term starter have a shot at an NFL career, you know, an NFL Hall of Fame kind of career. If that's the dream, I wouldn't not, if it was my kid, I'd keep him away from the Georgias and Alabamas and have him develop somewhere else, like we talked about, like a Florida. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Dave Bartu on the Corona Premier Guest Line. All right, so we finished that out. Uh, Monken and O'Brien, they come in at 9 and 10. Then you got Satterfield and these other guys. Um, oh, yeah, Sat- Sat- Satterfield. I, but, you know, the poor South Carolina fan, they're all jacked up. I mean, if Rattler's that good, you want to talk about a guy that has to overcome an offensive coordinator. He went from a top three offensive <laughs> coordinator in Lincoln Riley to, uh, to I mean, it's Satterfield's bottom three. I mean, he's he's 36 in this grade. I mean, it, wow. even I mean, I don't even know if Troy would take that. And they have the worst staff in the country. Um, <laughs> you know, Joey Lynch at Vanderbilt is 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 one star, and then you got Auburn Eric Kiesau or something like that. <laughs> um, he, he he comes in at he needs to be 14. drinking PBR with us at the bar uh, in Auburn. Dude, Auburn's OCDC combination is not just the worst in the SEC. Dude, it might be worse than Power Five. I mean, it it is down. It, it is, I'm looking at these numbers here, and it's this is one of those things where you're looking at it, going, dude, that can't be real. They can't be that. You can't hire that bad. Now, you know, Auburn's had a lot of turnover, and um, if I if I'm picking a team to be last on coaching ability, uh, it is it, we have Auburn as 118th overall in college football, all 11 headsets, 118th. <laughs> Vanderbilt's 129th, and you're in a, and you're in a conference with bloody hell 10 top 25 recruiters. Knock uh, yourself out. Good luck. Uh, all right, let's go to DCs. Who is the number one defensive coordinator in the SEC? Barry Odom. All right. Not and, and it's not even not even close. 
Not, it's, it's, how about that, listeners? It's not close. No, it's not close. It was last year, right? But look at the massive transfer Elko of leaving. defensive brilliant talent, right? I mean, you lost Elko. A&M lost Elko. Uh, hell, two years ago, LSU had Aranda. And I, I remember coming on your show when um, when they hired Aranda at LSU. And I said, he's going to leave there with a the national championship ring. That's how much I love Dave Aranda. Um, Elko is in that area. Uh, of expertise uh who who else was there was another guy wasn't there uh Derek mason <laughs> i can't remember Derek mason? i'm supposed to know him. huh Derek mason Derek, yeah well yeah well you lost Derek mason as well holy crap that's right he left for a massive pay cut at oklahoma state <laughs> god i want to know that story i mean I, I seriously that's what Oh, God, do I want to know that story. Uh, I'm going to find out one day exactly what happened with that. That'll be great, and I won't be able to tell it on the air. This will be beers <laughs> beers at the campfire that we're like, shh, listen to this. Um, but o- o- Odom is uh, – Barry Odom is incredibly skilled, okay. uh, and he's done it for a long time. I, I think this this might be his last year at Arkansas, too. I mean, this is – you know, we had a huge run be. on defensive coordinators, right? Last year, we had Elko. You got the guy, you know, Venables has gone out of Clemson. You had a huge run. Uh, Lanny went to Oregon out of Georgia, right? So you had a huge run on defensive coordinators. Um, there's not a lot of awesome offensive coordinators uh, that, that are that are in waiting in the wings to be a head coach. And Barry's been a head coach before. So I really believe in Odom. Uh, because he got tested with the fire through Missouri. That's a hard job to take over after uh, after Pinkle left. I mean, you're talking about a historical coach taking over for him. Um, and, uh, no, I, I, I believe in Barry Odom, but I do believe you're also looking at the best defensive coordinator in the SEC is in Fayetteville. All right. Give me two, three, and four. Or, or, okay. or so, tier so, one. Is he by himself yeah, in I, tier one and then you got tier two? How did how'd you do that? He's by he's by himself. He he is he's at an eighty seven grade. Okay. And our next group is is everybody between seventy and eighty. Okay. Okay. Um number two is Durkin, moving from Ole Miss to AM. Okay. It's it's a look, it's a solid hire by Jimbo, but it's still a step down from Elko. Got it. Okay. All right. Um, and, and and so, but the the one who really kind of maybe lost with this was Ole Miss because I believe Ole Miss's defense last year phenomenally underrated. Finished the season last year 29th in scoring efficiency. It was really good defense. Mm. So, uh, Durkin is solid. Golding right below Durkin. Um, Patrick Tony at Florida. He's in he's in that four star tier two, uh, and then Clayton White at South Carolina. I think quietly. That is the guy. Him and Pete Limbo uh, are holding South Carolina all together. It's it's not the offense whatsoever. I think Clayton White uh, in a, in a few years be more of a household name. But that's your that's your second tier: Durkin, Golding, Tony, and White. That's your that's your four star group in the SEC. All right, tier three. Uh, tier yeah, tier, tier three. Yeah, tier tier three. Um, this is more of a hodgepodge, you guys. You could split this up into two tiers. Actually, tier three, I'm going to split it up into two tiers. Uh, Kentucky and Tennessee, Brad White, solid. Tim Banks, solid. Okay. All right, they're they're in the 60s in our grading. So that's your that's your three star guys, right? That's your that's your tier three. Your tier two, um, you got Matt House at LSU, 54, 
Blake Barker um, at Missouri, 53. Here's our buddy Will Muschamp, 52. Uh, and then Ole Miss, Maurice Crum, is at 52. Now, the one guy that I put a little asterisk with is Crum because his score is low because of his lack of experience. He hasn't been calling plays as long as all these other guys. Okay. So we push guys like that down. Um, we don't really give him the credit, even though he ran a defense with a high play volume where he was before. So I like the higher because I think the ceiling is there. We're just not grading it. This is a, this is a riskier hire because the sample size of performance isn't there. That's really kind of what I'm getting at. But I believe in the potential of the top end of it. He's going in the right direction. I, I don't think we can really judge Crum entirely. Uh, so you like the probably. potential, and he's trending yeah. the right way. He just doesn't have a lot of years under his belt, but he's young, and we'll see what he does with Lane. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Exactly. That is, that is exactly it. And the other guy in Mississippi is exactly the same way, except he's trending the wrong way. Mm. Right? Because your bottom group is Arnett, Mississippi State. Uh, Vanderbilt. Give me his number, Bartu. What's his number? Uh, 46.5. Okay, got it. He's at 46.5. Crumb's at 52.4. And experience-wise, they've called about the same number of plays. The big difference is Crumb's have been better. Uh, Arnett's been a little bit below average. They're they're both just teetering on. I don't know which way these guys are going to fall, okay? Um, If Crumb has a good year, his number is going to shoot up. You know, if Arnett has another poor year, his number is going to drop a lot. Okay. So they're, they're really not that far apart you know so clear so clearly we're betting the over uh on on mississippi state old miss games we're leaning that way more because the offensive power uh from a play calling standpoint is, is that direction and then we got our bottom two again which is vanderbilt and auburn uh they're, they're like they're like twin cities one in the east one in the west uh they both have the worst offense and defensive coordinators in their divisions so uh, good luck, Vanderbilt and uh, Auburn. Do they, does Vanderbilt and Auburn play each other? Because we can at least guarantee on. one SEC win between them. I, I got the schedule right here. <laughs> good grief. Um, I don't think so. But I don't, uh, think, they, I don't think they do. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah. It, it's it's going to be with that staff. You know, Obviously, Auburn has a lot of talent. But uh, with, sure. uh, with those coaching staffs and play callers, it is going to be tough to win football games. Uh, in Vanderbilt and Auburn. God, can you year. imagine what Saban and Bama are going to do to Auburn this year? It's just going to be a bad deal. They're going to be. They're going to go hire Hugh Freeze. And the, I, they're they're finally he's going to break through 
whether he's blackballed or not, it's not on paper, as Bartu and I know, and all y'all listening. I mean, Greg Sankey nor anyone at the SEC would ever put that in a email or a text. But I'm telling you, Auburn will thumb their nose, even if the conference says we would rather you not, when they go two and six to start the season, and Penn State's going to probably run them out of the stadium third game of the year. Anyway, when they when they have a bad year, and they let, let him go mm-hmm. late October, early November, I, I believe that they will target. They will have had enough. They will take the risk if you still believe there's any there, and they will they will hire Hugh Freeze. But other guys that have done much worse get a second shot. So I'm all about you know Freeze getting it. Yeah, bring shot. bring Hugh back into the SEC. Now the next question is going to be where is Gus coming back in the SEC? because oh. he's going to be back soon too. Yeah, that's a great one, Bartu. Uh, right? Yeah, I mean he's he's look what he's doing at UCF. And, and UCF and Cincinnati have more NFL starts in the last decade than anybody else in the Big 12 outside of Oklahoma and Texas. So those two teams are leaving. So UCF and Cincinnati are going to be the two most talented teams in the Big 12 inside of four years. I don't think it's going to – it's not going to take four years for somebody in the SEC to go, man, you know, the guy did beat Saban a couple times. Let's get him back here in the SEC where he belongs. No, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens there. And um, if if Norvell doesn't get it done at Florida State, um, if Beamer is more of what we think Beamer is, last year he had two you know wins against Florida, and he upset somebody else. I can't remember who it was. I don't see that trend continuing. Um, mm-hmm. And then who else? That's about it in the SEC right now. Right. Beam, beam, you know, beam, Beamer's got a good window right now, though. Right. You, you know, you, you have Georgia coming off of a national championship high, and it's a coin flip whether they're going to be focused or not, right? Because we've seen Clemson. We have seen uh, Alabama uh, win a national title and turn right around and just keep chugging along, right? But we've also seen Michigan and Florida State and Texas win a national title and instantly torpedo because they got to the top of the mountain <laughs> And they just let their guard down. That's right. right? They, they struggled so hard to get there. And then it's like, oh, we're here. We can relax. No, now everybody wants to kill you. So it's even worse. So you got a window at Georgia. You got a new staff at Florida. You got a second year staff at uh, Tennessee. You got a new offensive coordinator uh, at, at Kentucky. You got nothing at Vanderbilt. So there's a nice window for Shane uh, That's at, true. At, uh, at South Carolina this year. That's true. All right. Who has the right? best staff? Head coach through t- 10 assistants. Florida. That's what I thought. I'd take Florida over anybody right now. Not okay. even, not even, not even blinking at it. Um, and, and all of the, they, they have room for improvement. Now the, the top three are all very, very close together. Okay. Okay. And I, I'm saying, I'm saying Florida by decimal points. Okay. Decimal uh, the points. top three are very, very close. The top number one in the, in the West or the East is Florida. Number two in or number two in the SEC, number one in the West. No shock, right? The 90, 90%, 92% grade OC, 87% grade DC, uh, 70% grade special teams coach is Pittman in Arkansas. How about Arkansas, that? Phenomenal staff. Arkansas's offensive staff is ridiculous. All, mm. the, the, all the headsets, you know, uh, one, one through four headsets there uh, are uh, – it's a little more imbalanced. Uh Odom has less to work with with his defensive support staff. Sure. Kendall has a lot better support staff, plus his head coach is an offensive lineman. 
Um, you know, he's wired that way. <laughs> but yeah, if, if 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 look if we're if we're picking teams, you know, if if it, <clears throat> I mean, and I'm not saying I would take Billy and Sam over Nick to build a program. That's not what I'm saying, right, people. Right. Jesus, you know, we're talking about just overall coaching. We know Nick is the greatest recruiter of all time. Right. Period. Right. No ifs, ands, or buts, and recruiting drives everything. But if we're just talking straight talent, um, you know, coaching wise, and Alabama's in the mix right there too, uh, with, with those two. Those those are your top three. But okay, so uh, I'd take Florida, Florida out of the East. Arkansas, Bama are the top three, taking all eleven headsets. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, and and then it, then it's a nice jump down uh, to the to the next group of three. And then you got who is in the all right. Let's go tier two, and then we'll we'll be done, and we'll have a tease for the rest, (laughs) and we'll do. Well, we we know Vanderbilt's dead last, right? They're 129 in all. And Auburn's next to last, and yeah. So, but but all right, the the tier two you just dropped Florida, Arkansas, and Bama in tier one. Right. Give me tier two, and then we're gonna let you go chase elk and raccoons. (laughs) Cool. So tier tier two is. Uh, in 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 order, okay, in order, uh, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Missouri, A and M, LSU, Georgia. Okay, say it one more time. Okay, now, okay, uh, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Missouri, A and M, LSU, Georgia. That's okay. your tier two. Okay, all right. now all of those teams. Georgia is number. What did I just say? Is that number? That's number eight in the SEC. Georgia is 31st in college football. Dang. Okay. So th- this is where the SEC money is is a massive advantage. Is their Florida, Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee are all top 20. All top 20 in total staff grading. Okay. Uh, Georgia's number eight in the SEC. They're 31st in the country. And then there's a huge gap. So we go from 31 to 73rd. And that is the gap between Georgia and Mississippi State. Wow. Your, your, third tier, your third tier is State, Carolina, Kentucky, Auburn. And so there's a, there is a, in my opinion, by the numbers, there is a huge coaching gap uh, between those that top two tiers and the bottom tier of the SEC. And, and the line, it's not the Georgia-Florida line, it's the Georgia-Mississippi State line that separates the upper coaching 11 headsets from the bottom five. We'll leave it there. Thanks, Dave Bartu. We appreciate you, brother. Take it easy, dude. Thanks for having me on. That was fantastic. An hour of grading and ranking SEC football coaches. Hit Apple Podcast and Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll be live from Memphis in May, 10 a.m. to noon, with Jeff Jones, jonesyq.com, and the Tito's Vodka Crew. Live from Memphis in May, tomorrow, 10 a.m. to noon. See you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.